Hi everyone and welcome to the Munch Bunch Bio podcast. This is Kimi Nishimoto and we have Megan Vanoy. Hello. Sweet, sweet mama. So today Megan <laughs> is going to tell her story. Actually, it's Izzy's story, but Izzy can't talk right now. So <laughs> we're going to talk about Izzy's tongue tie surgery and her She experience. actually is getting very, very chatty. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> Megan... Go ahead. I'm going to let you lead this one because this is your your deal. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So um, I don't know how many of you at this point now, we've talked about it kind of on and off, but I had a little baby girl, February 7th of this year, Super Bowl Sunday. Um, Isabel Kentley is her name. She's very cute. Everybody else says so too. I'll show you guys a picture. Um, and I... Uh, as you guys know, Kibby and I are malfunctional therapy freaks, and we know all about tongue ties. We talk all about tongue ties. Um, we talk about our tongue ties, um, and there is a huge hereditary component um, to tongue ties, lip ties, all the ties, you know. Um, and so I had a feeling from the get-go that little Miss Izzy was going to be tied. Um, I had She had a lot of hiccups. Um, while she was, when I was, you know, still pregnant while she was in the womb, lots and lots of hiccups. Kimmy, do you remember why hiccups are such a big, like red flag? I just remember them being a red flag. I know Uh, that it's a red flag and it's something with dysregulation of the nervous system, specifically the vagus nerve. mm -hmm. Which makes sense if she's tied and she can't put her tongue up in the roof of the mouth. So, um, you know, I didn't have a lot of pregnancy struggles. Minus, I had lots of nausea. Um, she had lots of hiccups, but I just kind of knew ahead of time. Like I was, good, I was expecting a tongue-tied baby. So, um, but honestly, like I don't know much about babies, you guys. Like I know that they're tongue-tied. I know they're supposed to get released. I know breastfeeding is supposed to be myofunctional therapy for babies. Um, and if they need extra help, they can see pediatric um, physical therapist, pediatric occupational therapist. SLP, speech language uh, pathologists who specialize in feeding therapy. Um, but navigating this as a mom has been quite a, um, a journey, if you will. So um, I don't know if you guys had a chance to listen to our podcast with uh, with JT, with Dr. Thomas and Health Latch. Um, but I had asked him ahead of time, I said, hey, I think I'm going to be having a tongue-tied baby. Can we come see you? Um, <laughs> And he said, why don't we wait till she's born and find out? So yeah, let's be clear. This was like three months before baby Izzy was even born. She's like already yeah. landed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just obviously super prepared. Um, but so, you know, labor like 22 hours, um, pushing about an hour and a half, like really not a super traumatic birth. You know, I was able to have her vaginally, um, and you know, nothing really too crazy, but as soon as she went to try and latch, I, and I had no idea what to expect is he's my number one baby. Um, and so no idea what to expect. Um, and she could kind of latch on the left, but like she could not get the right. And I was like, mm, I don't know, something just doesn't seem right. You know? Um, and when I had lactation come in, they, nobody really took me seriously in the hospital. 
Um, and, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, well, she can stick her tongue out. And I'm like, well, great. So could I like, but that doesn't mean I wasn't tongue tied. And then I was like, well, it's really painful as she's trying to like latch and as she's trying to connect, it's like, oh, well, she's just learning. And it was like the lactation person like leaves the room, like under her breath, like to the pediatrician. She's like, she's concerned about a tongue tie. And I was just like, yeah, I am concerned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's like a little bit of shade. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah, I definitely had some shade thrown my way. Um, and, you know, honestly, was, I get that babies are just learning, but like, it hurt. Like it was this chompy latch. She couldn't really do it. She was kind of like fussy because she couldn't get the hang of it. And honestly, like they pulled out everything, but literally the kitchen sink to try and help like get her into all these holds and all these pillows and all of these like crazy setup to try and get this little tiny, like seven pound baby just to like latch on. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so we ended up going, you know, three days later two maybe two days later, we went to lactation, um, and super nice lactation consultant. And actually she agreed with me, um, on their like assessment scale that there was most likely a tongue tie because she was gagging, like she couldn't latch well. She started getting little blisters. Mm -hmm. um, and so actually, even though this lactation consultant wasn't necessarily like someone who we might say is like tie savvy, she, she knew enough to know that she agreed something wasn't quite right. Had me talk to the pediatrician about it. And you guys, <laughs> my pediatrician legit told me like, as the baby's like her lip attached to the roof of her mouth and would like literally pull the notch, like it made a notch into her upper jaw. That's how hard the muscle was pulling. And like the night before we went in, she chomped so hard. She like bruised me. And oh, I'm like, ouch. I'm like crying and oh. it's like, we'll just keep trying. And I'm like crying and I'm like, can we just give her a bottle until we figure this out? Right. Like I'm not producing much. Um, like it was super traumatic. And plus I like literally just had a baby. And so, you know, we go into the pediatrician and she was like, no, I don't see a tongue tie here. <laughs> and then she was like, the lip may or may not be causing any issues, but like, like it's probably fine. Oh, and I hate meanwhile. that so much, especially the really obvious ones. It makes me want to pull oh, my so camera out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'll share, I'll share a picture with you guys um, in just a second of kind of what she looked like. Um, and her poor dad's like sitting there, like looking at this pediatrician that was like, does she know that you do this for a living? Like, does she not understand that? Like, you know, like what you're talking about and she's completely blowing you off. And like in that moment, like luckily knowing what I know, having the education that I have, experiencing hearing mom's stories over and over again, and honestly, kind of just being like an assertive personality. Um, <laughs> no, you're not assertive at all. <laughs> some people call it bossy. I call it assertive. Um, I was like, okay, that's fine. Like that's your opinion, but I already know what's right for my baby. I'm not going to let you think I'm crazy. Like you're not the one who's having this baby trying to figure this out. You're not the one in pain. You're not the one listening to your baby gag, watching her get blisters. Mm -hmm. And so I like, I texted JT, like bless his heart. And he was like, come on up. And then we had a snowstorm. 
So we, we're going to go up at day five, but it snowed like crazy. And we are not a um, Oregon and Washington are not states in which when it snows like crazy, you don't leave like you. <laughs> we are not prepared. I think like the city of Portland has three snowplows. Um, so we end up going up at day nine and um, we, you, you know, we show up. Were your breasts like wrecked by <sighs> then, Megan? Honestly, A, yes. And B, we ended up supplementing a lot because she just wasn't getting fed. Mm. And I just had to like get over it. And I was still going to lactation um, because I was like really grieving. I was because I was even trying to pump and I still wasn't like pumping much of anything at all. Um, so we get up there and like JT's amazing. You guys, if you haven't listened to our podcast with him, listen to it. Just he's awesome. Can't like say enough good things about him. Um, and he was like, I almost got in my car and drove down to your house and just like did it on your kitchen table. Like I was so oh. worried about you, which is like, you know, it's like a three hour drive. Um, and like, just to have him care that much was amazing. Dr. Gormley, who we shared about is his craniosacral therapist and naturopath. Um, she showed us some really cool techniques and some really cool things just to help um, Izzy soothe and get some great adjustments for her prior to the release. Um, and like Izzy's always been a very sweet baby, but I swear just like her whole demeanor from before and after, like she was gone like five minutes and just totally, you could see she was just so much more relaxed. So um, I Kimmy, actually, if you want to give me permission, yes. I will share my screen with you guys and I'll show you guys um, my cute little baby. Now, um, what Megan's talking about right now yeah. is called cranial sacral therapy. You can always go back and watch the po um, watch the episode with Jessica about what oh, yeah. Jessica was amazing. Yeah, Jessica mm-hmm. was awesome. She like totally like changed our worlds. Okay, so. This is it. I'll show you like a picture of her face at some point to you guys. But um, so <laughs> this is Izzy's top lip. You can see this. He even drew it on here for us. Blisters, severe 360 lip blisters. Oh, um, she also That's has crazy. like cobblestone, right? You know, you guys, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine for my newborn baby to just have blisters all over her face. No worries, right? Like, Oh my gosh. Um, so class four labial restriction, four out of four means it's the worst. Um, it drops down. You can see this little bone notch, right? It's showing like all of the stuff she can barely move. So this is it afterwards, completely released, like freedom, sweet baby. Um, and then, yeah, so she had a class five posterior submucosal. So like, I only thought there was up to four classes for babies and like, she like went one more, like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's one more severe to where you know painful labs right she wasn't feeding lip blisters gas and bloating and chompy suck I don't know if anybody who's a mom out there has ever experienced a chompy suck and it is literally the worst feeling in the entire world mm-hmm. um but this poor little baby it was so tied that she could not lift she couldn't elevate her tongue in the back so she's just gagging mm-hmm. and then she's taking an air because she's gagging mm-hmm. um you know, and it just was, you know, learning all of that. And even just like going nine days, knowing these things made me have this like horrible mom guilt. And it was just like knowing even that moms go even longer or told they're crazy, like just literally broke my heart. So Mm -hmm. this is her little diamond shape after her phrenectomy. All of a sudden she's like, 
able to elevate her tongue and she's able to lift things up. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been amazing to really see the difference. Now, fast forward, I kept going to lactation. I started working with, um, Melissa Cole at Luna Lactation. She's amazing. So if you're ever in the Portland area and you need someone, Melissa's amazing. Um, and she helped us navigate so much, uh, then, you know, learning how, cause Izzy could also go on the left, but she could never go on the right, um, navigating everything, supplementing. Unfortunately, I ended up having some kind of like postpartum issues, um, to where my milk actually never fully came in. So like I did a hospital grade pump, we supplemented at one point she had like a little straw going through like the nipple shield. I sent Kimmy these pictures, mm-hmm. you guys, it was crazy. Um, to help supplement, but unfortunately, like my milk supply, I could never produce more than like four to six ounces a day. Um, and she needs, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I ended up kind of having to grieve that, you know, knowing like, what about my myofunctional therapy for a baby? Like, what am I supposed to do? And like, Melissa is like a saint sent from heaven and was like, there's many ways to feed a baby. And like, we'll pick out the right bottle. We'll pick out the right formula. I'll give you all of the like fun tummy time therapy therapy tools that like you can use with her. Um, and you know, we were able to really kind of navigate through that. Um, but even now she's still, so Izzy is four months old. Um, and even now we still have some issues where she always looks like this. (laughs) She loves her tongue out. She just loves loves having her tongue out. Um, (laughs) and like as cute as it is, like it is like, So I'll show you guys this picture, which is honestly like the cutest picture, but like, this is her 24 seven. Oh my God. That's so (laughs) cute. (laughs) She's so cute. She's amazing. Um, But look at her little tongue. It's always out. I can get it closed when she's sleeping. And so I still think she has some tension and we're working. We're going to work with Dr. Um, Gigi, um, who we will have a podcast with. Um, and talk about tension and helping her kind of release all of her other body stuff. She gets massages. Um, we do lots and lots and lots of tummy time. And as we've continued on with tummy time, her spit up has gotten a lot better because she did have some spit up issues mm. and that's actually really improved a lot. Okay. That's um, cool. so how is her yeah, so that's before and after Meg? <sighs> you know, she would spit up pretty much every feed before. And then after it just kind of consistently got better and better and better. Um, and then lately I've really noticed we've kind of gone over the hump and we've spent so much time on our tummy, you know, we're doing a lot of the, the stuff that they recommend. Um, she had really bad congestion for a while. That's continuing to improve. Um, and that, like, I keep everything I talk with, like, or I ask on like Instagram to like hung tight babies or, you know, talking to Dr. Gigi, like, it's like tummy time, tummy time, tummy time, and then other ways to kind of work on the tension. So, you know, it's, it's been really interesting. I also have, um, Diane Farr's book. Um, nobody ever told me or my mother that, um, it has so much good information within it, um, that, um, you know, we're learning more and more about, um, you know, learning more and more about just how to deal with babies. Uh, (laughs) 
because this is just like a new a new world. So um, I'm just trying to use every resource that I can, find the IBCLCs, find the pediatric occupational therapist, find the feeding therapist, and just, you know, try something, see if it works. If it doesn't, try something new, you know. So this these are the things that, like, we're trying to navigate. Um, and it's been really hard. Like, I would be totally lying if I said oh yeah I knew everything anyways like it's easy we just talked to all these people and it's been fine like it's hard it's and you know it's hard when you run up against the pediatrician who like tells you no or you run up against you know other people who think you're crazy for like taking your baby to get massages or taking your baby to do all these things and it's like you know what I'm the one getting up with my baby in the middle of the night I'm the one who has to soothe her when she cries like I'm gonna do whatever I can to try and set her up so she doesn't turn into her mom with acid reflux and, you know, can't sleep at night or needs a tongue tie released or her dad who's going to need MMA surgery eventually. So, you know, those are some of the things that we really had to work with. I know this was really, really a hard thing for you to experience because you were all prepared. You had like a lactation person signed up and you had, you know, you had your provider picked out for who would do her release. So I know that it was really, really hard and super frustrating for you. And then not being able to breastfeed because of the milk supply, like that was like really depressing. It was hard yeah, for you. Like the, the cherry on top, right? Like yeah. had to wait till day nine and watch her kind of suffer. And then finally figure that out. And then finally find the right lactation consultant. And then we finally have it all together. And then here we are. And now it's like mom's fault that like my baby can't eat like I want her to. So it did, it took a lot of kind of grieving through that. Um, it took, you know, even talking with like other moms and other, you know, even just like a, a counselor to kind of like, kind of grieve through, okay, this, this is how I had planned what I wanted to do. And now I'm going to have to learn something else. And like, that's just kind of like, you know, a little bit of like life's reality, but like even being fully a hundred percent prepared, knowing what I was getting into, it still was really, really hard. So, and I'm like, so grateful for Izzy. She's amazing. She has this really, really great baby laugh that everybody like loves. Um, and like, I'm not worried about her, you know, not growing. Okay. We're going to figure it all out and try to see what works. But, you know, I think the mom gut is serious. And like, I think it's really, really important to rely on. Mm-hmm. your intuition is key if, if something yeah. keeps coming to your mind over and over and you have that gut instinct that's usually your inner voice talking to you it's important mm-hmm. yeah um, there's something to really said about it so something I think I mean as crappy as it is you're already a very empathetic person <laughs> but I do think that people will like vibe with your story because a lot of times it's their story too. Like right. where they want to breastfeed and they just like legit can't. Or mm-hmm. they're like, oh, all my other babies were tongue-tied. So I'm gonna be prepared this time. And then there's always right. something that happens. <laughs> there's I know, always something I know. Like, that comes up. <laughs> there's always something. I know. It's so crazy. It's just like, what do you do? Um, and you know, you just you do what you can and then you find your village and you find your people and then you move forward from there. And, you know, there are some great resources out there that we love. Like we love, um, we love Dr. Dr. Gigi. We love 
Um, you know, we love JT. We love the Breathe Institute, everything they're putting out educationally. Um, you know, it's been it's been awesome to have these, you know, kind of people and educational resources. So then we can kind of figure figuring it all out. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been a journey, but it's been awesome. And, you know, being able to kind of navigate it all and, you know, have the the friends support, you know, from people like you, Kimmy, and, you know, our, you know, our little Mayo village has been also very, very helpful. So yeah, that's it. This is story. And all else fails with her little tongue. She, we can always do Maya with her when she's older. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, it's fine. We'll just do it later. <laughs> <laughs> On my Instagram, actually, I posted a great video that you should go look at. It's um, at Mouth Muscle Memory. And I made a video of doing tongue posture hold with my nephew. Oh, um, I love it. Where you massage under the chin, get the tongue to stick, check their lips. So go check that out if you haven't seen it already. It's mm-hmm. very helpful yeah. if you have a baby yeah. that likes to yeah. stick your tongue out. <laughs> I know, right? I know I've been working on it. I've been like, mm. or when she does fall asleep, I'll go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then probably in a couple so, months, yeah. she'll be ready for a baby munchie too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, once she gets her teeth, I think it's somewhere between like eight and nine months, we'll probably try to start introducing the BB munchie. I already have one for her. So yeah, we'll, we'll get her in the munchie. We'll, we'll do everything we can. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> my, we'll nephew, my nephew that was tongue tied, he started around month five. So it just depends on how he's in the BB. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I oh got my gosh. So early. He's obsessed. I love it. <laughs> we're going to try it. At, we're going to try it at six months and we're going to see how she does. So yeah. If at first yeah. you don't succeed, yeah. just have them keep playing with it. Eventually they'll have them keep chewing on it. And I'm like, yeah. as long as she's chewing, we're going the right direction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All yeah. Right. Well, you'll have to keep us uh, informed on how baby led weaning and open yes. cup drinking are going to go because you're going to be coming up on that in the next few months, too. Yes, we're going to try all the things. So, yes, we are. We're going to try it all and see if we can, you know, see what we can make work. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we love baby Izzy. Yay, we do. We're big fans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for joining us today. And we'll be posting this on YouTube if you want to see the pictures as well as the audio will be the podcast. And you can check out yeah. Megan on Instagram at NWMFT at yes. less myofunctional therapy. <laughs> and then Kimmy's Instagram is at mouth muscle memory. And then Megan's website is www.oralfacial-myology.com. And Kimmy's is www.mouthmusclememory.com. Yeah. And you can always follow the Munch Munch podcast on Instagram. Oh yeah. I always forget. <laughs> we also have our own Instagram, you guys, as a podcast. So yes, like, free to follow too. us. <laughs> and now a youtube channel so feel free to follow that just follow us everywhere become our stalkers it's fine (laughs) give you permission (laughs) all right we'll see you next time bye guys